Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. How are you feeling today? Uh, fine. I feel sort of out of it. It feels like a long time since we recorded one of these. Oh, yeah. But it's we, not. We, well, we did it a day early last week, so oh, it's okay. been a full eight days. Eight days. Okay. Well. Uh, but now we're back on our Friday schedule. Yeah, back to normal. I feel like uncharacteristically light today. Oh, really? I think because the Goop newsletters were short and sweet. Yeah, they sure were. Um, they sure were. I think. There, yeah. Well, it but, was. Oh my god! Wow, we're really stepping. It has been a full eight days stepping on each other's toes here. Yeah. Uh, after you. Um. No, I was just gonna say it feels like a light time for Goop, a good, a happy time for Goop. Not nothing too heavy this week, I think. No, they had you know Gwyneth at the Met Gala. It seems like forever ago, but they just had like, they just had like posted about it this I week. Th- I feel like this is one of those situations where they were like on vacation or yeah. something or they're like, it's Memorial day. They don't care. Well, and then they had the in goop health seminar mm-hmm. this past weekend. So I think I imagine is, all the things about that are going to be on next week's newsletter. The one in New York. No, they had one in LA. Look at that. I am totally yeah. out of the loop. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. They had it at um, some like upscale nursery in the arts district. Nursery, like plant nursery. Yeah. What? Uh, that's what it seems like. We should probably go and report and see what the deal is. Just go look at the nursery. Go, yeah, and then just imagine ourselves being at the the Ingoop Health Summit. Yes, I think um, so because we do need to do a field trip this month. We do. But um, well, I'll just talk about because I, I did a little I did a little research. Uh, oh, Brian. There, so like you remember when the first Ingoop Health Summit happened and there was like so much media. There were so many like deal. think pieces. Like people were like, what does this mean? Like. What, like we're living in whoa you just knocked the table and then <laughs> dropped your phone yeah i'm like fucked up you're today. falling apart I'm fucked up. you know why aggie why because you're smoking too much weed i probably am smoking too much weed i'm smoking a lot of weed these days um 
I might smoke weed tonight because John, John got some indigo uh-huh. and um, I might have some later if I if I'm not too scared. No, don't be scared. Because I ran out, of, I ran out of my CBD oil, and I don't feel like spending seventy five dollars for a placebo effect. No, embrace the dark side. Come on over. Um, but oh, so yeah, so like, the, yeah, there was so there was so much coverage of these first couple in goop healths, and now I I don't know if they're going to keep doing them because I guess like. And maybe they still sell out, but it seems like they're not getting bang for their buck. Well, it's like now that it seems like they do like four a year. They do so many. I mean, not really, but they do two. They do one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. And I think they do them like internationally. Well, they're too. doing their first one in London, I think, next month. I mean, so it's not that special anymore. No, it's not. It's like Coachella. Yeah. I mean, it's still stupid expensive. It's so crazy. Um, and then apparently, like I read, because they... There weren't any like highbrow magazines reporting about it this time. Okay. It was just like Variety and Hollywood Reporter. How dare you say those aren't highbrow? Oh, sure. They're, yeah. Um, I mean, it could be worse. It could be worse, mm-hmm. I guess. What? It could be like Star. Us Weekly. Yeah, Star. I mean, yeah. In on. Touch. Yeah. Uh, TMZ. Yeah. Like The Blaster or whatever. I've never heard <laughs> Perez help me. Oh, my God. Uh, so this one seemed to be a little smaller than usual and it seemed like it was less focused on crazy wellness stuff and more focused on the celebrity guests and like self-help type things because there was a bunch of seminars but so the the main stars were obviously Gwyneth was there and then you had Taraji P. Henson, Olivia Wilde, Jessica Alba and Busy Phillips and they were like, I guess it was like the Avengers. Yeah, that's were, a pretty good. Yeah, lineup. it's a good good lineup. Like different vibes. I feel like, uh, like Busy Phillips is so like type A, like talky talky. Um, Olivia Wilde is like chill. Jessica Alba is pretty, um. and Taraji P Henson is cool. So I guess those are the. All right, cool. Yeah. So that's your that's how you define them all in one word. That's like your Spice Girls. Yep. Chill Spice, Pretty Spice, yeah. Cool Spice. <laughs> And talky spice. And talkative spice. Uh, and yes, yeah, so, so it was at Rolling Greens Nursery in the Arts District, which is what, like adjacent to downtown Los Angeles. Okay. Um, it's not on the west side, so no. they all had to, I guess, hire drivers to take them to the Arts District. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, so yeah, I looked at the Hollywood Reporter. They uh, did an article that was just like our top 10 takeaways from Ingoop Health. Um, okay. But they were all like about the other celebrities. It wasn't even really about Goop. It was like, Taraji Pianson is directing an episode of Empire, which I thought Empire got canceled because of Jesse no, Small. It didn't get canceled. It didn't. So, well, that's good for her because she's directing an episode. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, was, did you wait? I mean, I guess I could be wrong. I didn't hear it got that it got canceled. I, I thought I heard that they wrote him off and then like it was like a big mess. And then at the last minute at the upfronts, it was like, you know what? We're just not doing it. But I might have not heard that right. Because that would be weird if they reported that she was directing an episode of a canceled show. Yeah, I now remember for sure that it didn't get canceled. I remember now reading that it got renamed. Well, all those Empire fans out there, you get one more season. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, what did get canceled was Busy Phillips' e-talk show. Yeah. Oh, and Star got... Wasn't Star Oh, that was the other Lee Daniels. Yeah. So maybe I'm thinking of that. Yeah. Um, So Busy had just learned about her cancellation, but she said that E wasn't the right place for the talk show, which I agree with. Like it should be on, I, again, I've never seen an episode of this talk show, but it seemed fun. And it seemed like she was sort of mixing like chatty celebrity stuff with some more important issues. It seemed like a cool idea. So I hope that she does find, um, a new network for her talk show. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, and Busy Phillips also started an abortion ban hashtag, hashtag you know me. So she was talking about that. Like, which, what's that? Like, I think it's just like, yeah, it's like, like women crazy, telling their you know stories. Me. It's so, oh God. I mean, a lot of things are horrible about this abortion ban, but the fact that the onus, it's same with like Me Too. It's like women are forced to like tell like traumatic stories about their lives. Yeah, in and order it doesn't to, like, matter anyway. Cause it's like, if you think abortion is bad, like you're going to think it's bad no matter what. Like it doesn't matter how many people are like, oh, I had an abortion. Like it doesn't, people, it doesn't matter. I hope that's not true. But well, it is because it's been like a contentious issue for the our entire lives. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, there's always going to be a segment of the population that thinks abortion is immoral. But hopefully we can, I don't know, get enough people to like not legislate that. But no, we can't. Well, I mean, we're going to have, I mean, it's already happened. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that I think it's good. I'm just saying like, let's be realistic. Like this is obviously like well a coordinated effort on the part of yeah. like several states and the trump administration yep. to and reverse roe versus wade because yeah. the supreme court is stacked against it and that's why they're passing this legislation in the first place so that it'll be taken to the supreme court and roe will be reversed that's what they're doing so so there's nothing we're fucked all we can really do is vote democrat yep as um, always which we'll get into later uh because goop actually did an interview with one of the democratic nominate nominees they did yeah which one we'll have to talk about it later okay. in the show <laughs> uh not one of the front runners i'll say that <laughs> that's not a surprise um yeah considering that they let there was a platform where howard schultz made his announcement right. oh my god wait didn't he announce on the goop podcast i literally did not listen to that episode uh, oh it was horrible um i got <laughs> oh god it was so bad i mean it was like two months ago horrible so then oh then the actresses were open about sexism in hollywood i mean we all know about that yeah um henson taraji Hanson called mental health issues a national crisis number six said paltrow said she will never direct and that was in response really? to olivia wilde has a new uh movie out book smart which i actually got to see last week it is a wonderful movie you guys should see it and olivia wilde is um gonna be a great director or she already is a great director um, Why will Gwyneth not direct? All right. She says, it's a job that I would never want. I could never think my way around how to do it. It looks so unbelievably complicated and so much responsibility. Why would she say something like that? That's so, <laughs> she should, I mean, okay, I can understand her not wanting to take it on, but like, it's she, her thing of like, I'm not smart enough to she, do that. that. She is. She could, she'd be a great that's director. That's her shtick. Is she, she uh, publicly undermines and devalues herself so she can surprise everyone with how brilliant she is and they always are surprised yeah. or they're not even surprised they're like outraged yeah, yeah they're like yeah. she's supposed to be stupid how yeah. dare she be successful well it must be like a defense mechanism of like you know growing up obviously super beautiful and super privileged it's like she probably feels like she can't also come across as like a know-it-all that would be too much but then she just she doesn't help it. I, I don't yeah she can't i don't know it's interesting yeah. um and she says and i imagine as a woman and as an actor there's a certain stigma that you have to kind of shed in order to convince people or step into it that doesn't make any sense i mean because like literally the only women that are like allowed to direct movies now are like beautiful actresses so i mean it's just like it would definitely not be as hard for her just as with no. everything it wouldn't be as hard for her as it would be for most people you cast Blythe. you cast a couple you cast <laughs> jessica alba's not doing much Kate she Hudson. directs a movie and it just stars her mom and her daughter <laughs> yeah apple her debut tilda swinton's daughter just is in a new movie and she's gonna be a big Put star tilda now. swinton in this movie yeah. 
So you got Blythe Danner, Tilda Swinton, Apple, Jessica Alba, and Kate Hudson. That sounds like a great movie. And it's called, um, like, Mommies and Daddies. <laughs> it's called Shakespeare's Mommy. Shakespeare's <laughs> and it's mommy. just about Shakespeare's mom. <laughs> <laughs> It's Shakespeare in Love, the prequel, and it's just about his mom. Uh, yeah, and it's Blythe Danner, but then there's like some flashbacks, and Gwyneth has like a small role as like Shakespeare's mom in the flashbacks. Yeah, or she's like the daughter of her. Or she's like Sh- Shakespeare's sister, or the classic like, Smith song. Or like, I don't really remember that movie, but Shakespeare in Love, but like she falls in love with Shakespeare. Yes. So she plays her own daughter in the future. Or she plays herself and she does like a DNA test and she finds out she's related to Shakespeare. <laughs> That's a really good idea. So it's, it's like the Da Vinci Code, but instead of like Jesus's bloodline, it's Shakespeare. Shakespeare. So it's like Mother's Day and it's Gwyneth and Blythe and Apple are all just having like a Mother's Day and brunch or whatever. And Gwyneth's like, oh, for Mother's Day, I got you this 23andMe package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do it. Do, uh-huh. they have to pee? do you have to pee on it? I don't know how No, it works. I did it. You spit. You, you spit. spit in a tube. And then it, it like... Code Red, Shakespeare. Code Red. <laughs> and then they all do like A Winter's Tale at the Pasadena Playhouse. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, come on, Gwyneth. This thing is writing itself. Uh, so, Gwyneth, free ideas from us. Yes. Um, you know, we'll have our reps get in touch with your reps. Yep. <laughs> if we can get them to call yeah. us back. Um, all right. So, number seven on this list. Wild says... Olivia Wilde says her experience as an actor on set was isolating. So Gwyneth says, I never want to be a director. And then Wilde says, actually, I didn't like being an actor because I was just like in the trailer and like I didn't feel like part of the set and everyone seemed like they were having so much fun. And then I just like come in and like say my lines and then go back to my trailer. Well, I mean, I feel like... Like you're both really successful, so stop complaining. I mean, I kind of feel like whatever experience you're going to have, you're going to have it. Like I'm sure there are actors that are a part of it and having a good time and actors that are just sort of in their trailer and then like people who are doing like, yeah, and I don't think it has to do with like what your job is on the set, like how much like fun you're having, no, that's or true. how much you're getting along with other people. No, yeah. I don't know. Um, Wild also feels shameful about Booksmart's 100% Rotten Tomatoes rating. That's like a good... Well, that's <laughs> insane. Because um, she doesn't allow herself to have success. Uh Oh, I get that. Do you know what my therapist said mm. to me? She told me that I'm afraid of success because I know that success activates people. Yeah, like, see, that makes me more excited about success because then you can have people jealous of you. Yeah, that's what she meant. Not that it would activate yeah. me, that it would activate other people. That Yeah, like people are mean to you if you're And you successful. don't want that to happen? Yeah, I, want to, I try to avoid it, oh. so, I, so I, don't, I don't pursue it. Like, I, I, sab- I self-sabotage. Mm. No, that makes sense. Isn't that interesting? I think so. And I would like to say that I don't share that, but I probably do. We both, we probably both do. Oh, I'm sure we're both like very allergic to being successful. (laughs) I mean, it's working out. I know. Uh, No, guys, we're going to stop putting ourselves down. We're just like Olivia Wilde. We're just like Olivia Wilde. Um, Number nine. Oh, directing was the greatest experience of Wilde's life, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, um, number 10, Jessica Alba opens up about the body shaming she experienced as a more voluptuous teen. Oh, uh, because um, you know and it's like you know two-sided coin you're very beautiful and you attract men's attention early and that there's obviously like I don't know that would be scary if you're a 15 year old Jessica Alba well when they say more voluptuous out. that's obviously a um, euphemism well she said yeah she had a booty but then she um, felt ashamed 
like that's what stopped got, eating a lot yeah and then she became an actress and then gained all the success which probably fucked her up more because she was like oh i'm starving myself and the more i starve myself the more successful i am right so the whole world is fucked the whole world is totally fucked so actresses stop acting direct and then you're behind the camera and no one will look at you again yeah no one can see you uh, so that was the, yeah, and then, oh, then they had, well, we'll talk about it later. They had the fucking goop fellas there. That was on my stupid goddamn yeah. list. Um, Obviously, you all know what it is already. And, but they didn't have, like, oh, and the only, like, wellness person they had, I think, was Lauren Roxborough. Or oh, the they, roller the woman? foam roller lady. And then they call her um, Loro, like J-Lo. They oh tried to coin God. a nickname for her. What? What did she do to get in goop this hard? Like, she, did she pay? Is she paying? She must him? have so much dirt on Gwyneth Paltrow somehow. I don't what know. What is the fucking deal? Loro. You can't even say it. Loro. And then I guess, I don't know if this was old. There was someone had a gif of Gwyneth Paltrow on the Jimmy Fallon show with a foam roller, like foam rolling Jimmy Fallon. And I don't really know if that was like recent that we just missed it I mean, or that God, was old. I'm not going to watch a Jimmy Fallon. I don't care no. who's on it. Yeah. Um, just the gif was enough to scar me for life. I know. Um, so that was the uh, Ingoop Health. Um, you can thank us for saving you the $1,500 <laughs> because that's all you missed. Uh, any other news? No. There was nothing good on her Instagram, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just like a big pile of filth right now. I can't really contribute to wellness or anything. I'm not. You're afraid of success, I'm just Aggie. too afraid of success right now. Uh, well, what was your best of the week? Well, finally, some good news. Goop is having its semi-annual sale again. I am very excited. Unfortunately, going through the sale list, I didn't find deals that were quite as good as they were over the winter when you may remember I got a bathing suit. I got a um like a workout like a g-sport tank top that i love for working out in and also wearing for like not working out in because to me it just looks like a nice shirt even though it's like for gwyneth it's like a rag (laughs) um i don't think they have deals like that quite yet right now they're doing 40 percent off usually sales are better like around like winter like christmas anyway But I'm hoping that if we hang out for a little bit longer, the prices are going to continue to drop. I did do like a price low to high search and I found some good things. Not really clothes, but I mean, I think that you could probably find some pretty good clothes. You definitely are going to find things that are like way cheaper than they normally are. So if you want to buy things from the Goop store and you don't want to wait until Christmas time, I would say now is the time to buy. Do you think this particular sale, it'll shave off more than the 40% or I don't wait I think till... it's totally possible yeah. I don't know like I don't know how good it's gonna get but I think it just started and the last one like I know the Christmas one it lasted for like a month or longer yeah it, yeah, it was time, so it kept long. dropping and dropping so I would just pay attention to it see if things are gonna go down more hold off unless there's something you really really want hold off for a little bit you know what I bet will be really on clearance are those foam rollers <laughs> Oh yeah, After I suspect the Low foam Rose rollers book uh, flops. Right, <laughs> it's out now. We're not going to read it. What does it say? Roll on a foam roller. Yeah, it's good for it's your good for pelvic hips. floor. It's good for your tra- you can your sleep. Gut. You can fuck. You can wake up. You, you can, can do, do it yeah. all if you get on the roller. Yeah. 
Um, so my best was the video. I'm loving these Goop videos. It was the five minute video of Gwyneth and her stylist, who oh. was um, who's Natasha. Well, I don't know if it's her stylist. It's her. I guess it's her stylist, R- Natasha Ramsey Levi, who's Chloe's creative director. Yeah. Um, she dressed Gwyneth in her like you know that like pale yellow Chloe dress for the Met Gala, and um, and then they of course showed the line of chloe goop dresses and bags which and so, is like exciting which yeah they were i mean it's not my style it's like a, a lot of floral stuff the bags i don't know it's not my style it's like a little busy for me um it just seemed like very girlish it seems cute gwyneth even says like it's okay you know that i'm 46 and i wear a dress like that and Leia's like oh of course you are gwyneth yeah okay um but like yeah it's uh i don't know I don't know anything about fashion, but they're like $3,000 and Gwyneth seems to like them. So I guess that's a good okay. uh, letter of recommendation. Um, and you know, the more I look at Gwyneth's Met Ball dress, divorced of the theme of camp, like I like it. Like it's a very beautiful dress. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I think it's very Gwyneth. I don't, I think it works. I, again, like I said, I don't think it's not camp. I think it is camp. But It's like a reference. I know we already talked about this, but it's like, it's just like a reference to camp. But To it's, what? What does that mean? It's like, it's like this looks like a dress that someone would have worn in like Valley of the Dolls. Or yeah. The, the, but it's, but it's so beautiful and it, it looks so pristine on Gwyneth and it, there's nothing off about it. So it's not camp. Because it looks too good. Yeah. It's just like a very pretty dress. Yeah. But like references a camp movie. Okay. That's fair, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, I thought it worked, but everybody else hated it. So, but I, but this was on my list as like the saddest because everybody hated her, her look on the Met Gala and it was like all over this newsletter. I and I was, it was like, like, everybody hated this. I, I liked it. Like Gwyneth's supreme triumph at the Met. But I think, I mean, it is like a very small percentage of people that even like look at sort of the, the best and worst dress. So I don't, I think, the goop reader is not necessarily the same person who's like obsessively following like the fashion. Well, I definitely don't think they're like gonna, I, I, I don't think they're the people who are on Instagram who are like, this is camp. This isn't camp. No. This is, which was like, I Sorry. must say. As, 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 <laughs> a, as a member of the gay community, I apologize for. I mean, I just like, it was like so it was, exhausting. It was, like, it was okay. Crazy. Like, I, I feel like it kind of takes away from like the whole idea of camp being like a fun True. thing to do when people are like, it isn't. And it's like, okay, like yeah. camp is a very serious thing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Sontag wrote that essay. Uh, and some people think she didn't even get camp right. And she wrote the essay. Well, I just think that whatever. I don't know. I didn't read it. I just think that like if it's not, if you're taking it too seriously, you're missing the point. That was very smart. Thank you. Uh, oh, I also liked um, the stylist. The stylist, she got dressed up for the Met Ball too, and she looked very cool. She had like a cool, like black strappy dress on. Um, and oh, my other point, Gwyneth, I like her way better as an interviewer than an interviewee. I think interesting, like especially when she's interviewing um, another woman, because sometimes when she interviews men, she fall and. I, again, I don't want to police women's personalities. Are but, you sure? <laughs> well, but I'm going to. Okay. She, you know, come. She has that like flirty, girlish energy. You know, mm-hmm. when she's like 
talking to like a hot chef or something. It's Seamus. Seamus. Gross. Um, But like this interview, she was, I don't know, they're talking about fashion. They seemed cool. And then when Gwyneth is being interviewed, she like acts dumb on purpose. I know. It's so crazy to me. It hurts my feelings. And I'm like, you don't have to do this. And it's because she was this like, it's because she's apologizing for her own success. She's this beautiful blonde woman who's born into a, my therapist, when she was telling me about this, literally used Gwyneth Paltrow as an example. I think because she knows I do this podcast. But she was like, like, look at Gwyneth Paltrow. No matter what she does, there are going to be, like, so many people just, like, get enraged at anything. She's like, yeah, she was born into this really um, successful family, and she had a lot of advantages, but she's also very smart and successful. Like, she did a good job with those advantages. Like, lots of people are born with a silver spoon in their mouth, and they end up burning out. Yeah, Um, look at Clark Gable's grandson. Or like most people, I mean, like most people who are born super rich, like don't have a career like one of Paltrow. No, that's true. Um, so whatever. Anyway, so I was like, yeah, you're right. But I feel like she knows that she doesn't, or she feels like she doesn't deserve any of the success that she gets because people are constantly screaming, like people hate her so much. And so she just tries to act like dumb. Like, I don't know. I think that she's afraid to really embrace her true like or i think she's afraid to show how confident she really is yeah 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 because then people would hate her even more yeah Yeah, she tries to disarm people by acting a little ditzy yeah uh which i get i mean but that was me and um that's what i used to be like in college and actually still kind of do like i i I used to be like that too Mm. like when i was younger because i knew that i was like I, I wasn't suppo- like I was like thin and cute and I was like I'm not supposed to be smart too mm-hmm. so I better just act like I'm not smart yeah and you know it yeah. worked and I think when I was a kid I was not cute and not thin <laughs> and so being smart was all I had so I I sort of uh amped that up and then I think people didn't like me because I was like a know-it-all and then yeah. I, I learned to like balance it out a little bit yeah i mean like we all but, have to adjust yeah. we all have to grow but poor gwyneth oh yeah 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 um poor gwyneth uh so that was your worst was the wait what was your worst i didn't do my worst yet. oh what was it my worst was goop fellas oh mine too okay you swore you were gonna listen to an entire episode did you i did from start to finish see I on 1.8 speed See, and I said I would listen as much as I could before I turned it off and discussed, and I did that. How long did you last? Um, I maybe fifteen minutes. Okay, that's. I mean, I made it through the intro, which was hell on earth, hell on earth. I mean, first of all, Will Cole talks like he talks like he's on speed. Like he's like you can hear the like his heart fluttering in his voice, and it's like it's gonna come out. He's like, I'm Will Cole. I'm a functional medicine practitioner, and like I did it. Like he's so like. there's just like there's just like this like aggressive energy just like Mm -hmm. pouring out of his face when he talks and then Seamus whatever he's got a literal Jesus story like Will Cole said that he died and came back from life came back to life I thought he just had like Crohn's disease yeah I mean I think he just like shit his pants and gave up meat or something like that I don't know what he did yeah they acted like it was a total miracle I mean we've we talked we we can't really talk much about WC on this podcast because he'll find it and he'll He'll, he'll yell at he'll us again, us. which he always know. does. Um, but he's such a dick. 
all I'll say, yeah, Goopfellas, why? 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 Why why? the hell would they let these people do this stupid fucking podcast? So the, the whole, and I thought maybe there would be another hook, but there's really not. It's just men talking about like guys wellness like stuff that is traditionally in the like feminine area as far as self-help wellness all this stuff and it's just two dudes talking to other dudes about the same shit that goop talks about yeah and it's like i guess you could say that it's like technically it's like uh, traditionally female space but this stuff exists in the their first guest was a, was a football player oh yeah a football player who now who got like, injured and now is into yoga yeah and so like this stuff exists for athletes like if there's one segment of the male population that totally buys into this shit besides people who listen to like alex jones yeah well alex jones and then like um uh four hour body guy like jack dorsey it is like that body hacking but there are a lot like the athletes like they do all of this stuff because you know their body is like the most important thing it's like their main asset and so in addition to whatever kinds of conditioning whatever i don't know anything about sports they already do they're gonna try any weird crazy crystal fucking they all they love the um remember you know those things that those like mats that you plug into the wall but they don't carry current they just like suck the energy from the earth and then you stand on them oh, right, the right, grounding right. Yeah. and then they're like sheets like that and stuff yeah. they sleep on those sheets a lot of athletes do so it's like that's kind of who they end up talking to well because yeah so much of sports i mean so much of it obviously is skill but a lot of it is like luck and stuff so i think superstitious superstition plays a part yeah they get really superstitious and that coupled with like a ton of money and like having a whole team depend on you i think would make you do a lot of crazy shit yeah and i mean it's no skin off their nose if they're just like a millionaire athlete who's like yeah i'll buy these sheets instead of whatever other sheets um so this guy and the guy actually seemed sort of cool like he his name was keith mitchell um so he was paralyzed for a while now he like he does yoga and he can walk again and he has a book of course called the mindfulness playbook and it integrates masculinity vulnerability and well-being so they're all gonna make a lot of money yeah uh so will you continue to listen to 15 minutes of goopfellas every week fuck no um i'm not saying i'm gonna listen to a whole other episode but i'll i'll keep abreast of it to like to 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 at least um you know talk about it on the podcast and so so no so none of our listeners have to have to make the plunge and listen to it yeah uh, it was truly hell oh my god it's yeah oof uh i wonder who else they're just gonna have the same fucking people they're just gonna have stephen gundry dr younger uh medical medium it's just gonna be the same fucking people and then they'll get like whoever's hawking a book that week i mean i don't know which one i would like to listen to less elise lunan talking to these people or will call i i mean god get rid of these podcasts please for the love of god they're horrible these the podcasts are the worst things that have ever happened to me those two podcasts <laughs> together really oh bad. my god <laughs> Oh, oh and then they had bad. they had like a version of you know how Gwyneth does the ask me everything or ask me anything at the end of the podcast they did yeah. like a, an advice thing and it was the the question was just like oh I I overeat like what should I do and the answer was just like <laughs> it was like portion control mindfulness I mean what else are you supposed to say but it was just like a dumb question I'm just disgusted right now I'm so I gotta stop talking about this I can't okay. deal with it anymore I'm just like I I'm about to lose it 
I hate these guys so I fucking hate Will Cole. <laughs> All right. I please. hope he doesn't hear I, that. God, I'm I hope so he doesn't listen. He blocked us on Twitter already, so. He blocked us on all social media, but. Oh, that's a relief. Uh, so, yes, that was both of our worst, obviously. obviously. What was your. Oh, and then I didn't have a crazy. I had a saddest that, like, everybody hated oh, Gwyneth's that dress. dress. Yeah. yeah. Um, my saddest was. Oh, poor Gerda. There's um, a new column, Shopping with a Scientist. Oh, yeah. Gerda. And so Gerda Endemann is this very accomplished scientist um she has a bs in nutrition from uc berkeley a phd in nutritional biochemistry from mit and she needed a job yeah so goop hired her as the senior director of science and research and they fucking made her just recommend sex toys this week that was all she did well i mean shopping with a scientist for sex toys yeah so what did she say you're supposed to get all the sex toys on goop <laughs> like uh, um i mean it was just a list of all the sex toys that they sell on goop but claiming that this poor girdle lady likes them so they had um one called the kip vibrator oh, it's all by a company called dame so know. kip is um smooth and aesthetically pleasing cupped concave face there's dame which slips unobtrusively <laughs> between your labia with soft wings that hold it in place that's crazy. The LV trainer, which we've talked oh, about before. But that's not a sex toy. It's like a Kegel thing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if you put it on high blast, it can become a sex toy. I mean, toy. I guess anything could be a sex toy. And then there's a sex gel, which I guess is just a lube. Uh, it's called Nécessaire. What does it, that mean? Like What's necess- a sex necessary? Gel? I think it's just a fancy word for lube. Um, no scent, no flavor, just the perfect water-based, but not watery gel in a simple, stable pump dispenser. All right. Yeah, I guess it's a lube. And then the Finn vibrator. Which looks like I don't even know. I can't even describe. It looks these like things. one of those things that you put your um, like pocket back in, like the or from the Bath and Body Works, like things. You know what I mean? That you put oh, your antibacterial yeah. gel in, and it'll have like an owl on it or something, and you put it on your keychain. Yeah, I don't. It's I, got a what ring do you even on it. do with this? You put your. It says slide fingers two and three along the grooves. Oh, so it's like um, it's like a sex ring. I guess you you put your fingers around it and then you you put it around your fingers. Yeah, you put it around your fingers and then and then go it to like town. vibrates. Yeah, and then oh, and then a pillow, sex pillow, which mm-hmm. I guess is just to get fucked at a better angle. Yeah, and then the palm vibrator, which I thought was going to be a um a tie-in with the wonderful Palms movie with Diane. <laughs> they should have done it. I, how? Why didn't they? Well, I don't know. I mean, Grace and Frankie is all about yeah. sex stuff. Um. So this is just uh. It fits in your hand. It looks just like a eggplant. I have no idea. Yeah. Great. Good for Gerda. I hope yeah. she makes a lot of money. Well, what is, why does a scientist need to do it? They have no uh, reason. It's just like Gerda's bio and then here are her recommendations that are just all the sex toys that Goop that already That they already sells. sell. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's not like, I have an insatiable sexual appetite and I have all of these like $300 vibrators and I love them all. These are all my personal things that I like use. Oh, it's her MIT PhD dungeon. Wow. What would you try? Okay. So I was inspired. There was a video with Jean and it was about blowouts. Oh, talk about making me snooze. Yeah. Okay, ask me if I watched it. Did you watch it? No, but <laughs> I did 
take a little walk down memory lane and I was thinking about that hair coloring system that I ordered oh, right. from it. Then it turned out that like, you every, like a year supply. Yeah. And I was getting them in the mail. They're like still all oh in my, my cabinet. God. I can't even remember what it was called anymore. It was like named after her daughter, like someone's daughter. Yeah. And it's called, Oh, Madison Reed. What a that, name. <laughs> so anyway, never used it. And then I changed my hair color anyway. Cause like now I dye my hair blonde. I used to dye it brown. It's naturally like an ashy blonde. Anyway, I was reading about Madison Reed because I was like, I think I'm going to start getting it again so I can dye my hair at home. And but you already have enough. You don't need to get No, more. but I want to do another oh, blonde, color. Yeah. So I went online and all these people were like, it's okay, but it's too expensive. You can find cheaper at the beauty supply store. And I was like, do people really color their own hair? Yeah, they really do. Like I, to me, blonde seemed like something you have to pay like a professional mm. to do because it's like really tricky. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to start dyeing my own hair. So that's the thing I would try. I'm going to like really research it and go to a beauty supply store and like color my own hair because I can't afford it. What's Clairol because you're worth it? Is that Clairol? Tresemme, Tresemme, ooh, ooh la, la la. There's so many different brands. Well, I don't think I'm going to use, I think I'm going to like go to like a real beauty a supply real, store yeah, and get I mean, like more high quality not stuff. Not like a CVS. But I think pe- that stuff works too. Okay. I... Use, I used um like Just For Men Touch of Grey once. Oh. It wasn't that bad. But then I was like, eh, I don't need to fucking do this. When I was younger, I used to dye my own hair um like brown. Mm. And I was actually really good at it because I wasn't bad at it. So it would like kind of go in like uneven. It looked like cool but and it, punky. No, it always ended up looking like I had like really natural highlights. But it was just that like I had put it in like fucked up. But it, it ended up looking sort of more natural. Because, you know, when people cut, like bottle dye their hair, it like all looks exactly yeah, the yeah, same yeah. color and it looks weird. So I'm hoping that because maybe like my accidentally good at dyeing my own hair gene, well, I'll still have it. Uh, Yeah. And then, I mean, if the worst, worst comes to worse, you can then go to a salon and get it fixed. I know, but they'll yell at me. Oh, like, and they're yeah. like, if you dyed your own hair blonde, we can't do anything. We have to let it grow out. They oh, make a huge deal about the blonde. But I don't really care. Yeah, I think it'll look good. Thanks. Um, can't wait to see it. Thank you. So my thing I would try is related to the uh, political candidate interview I alluded to earlier. Um, so Goop interviewed Democratic presidential candidate for 2020, Marianne Williamson. Oh, I'm so, that's a surprise. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say Buttigieg. No, they, they can't get Buttigieg in... It, well, now, they're doing his. She did his. I don't event. think he's gonna go on Goop though. I think that would be a mistake for him. That would be like Beto on the cover of Vanity yeah, Fair, yeah. but worse. But worse because it would be like Buddha Judge uh, endorses Yoni eggs, like which I'm sure he does. <laughs> sure, <laughs> um, but this this is a woman who has nothing to lose. Um, <laughs> she's a spiritual author, Marianne Williamson, and I do remember her on one of Elisa's old episodes. And actually, I was like, sort of. Um, I didn't. I came away thinking she was sort of inspirational. Uh, she talks I, about like yeah. collective love and 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 she started as an AIDS activist, which is cool in the nineties. Cool. She um started a charity. Um. Uh, oh shit! She started um like angel. It's called like Angel Share or something, where uh people will um deliver food to AIDS patients, and that was her 
her charity. But anyway, now she's running for president. It's like, why are you running for president? She doesn't really have an answer except like, you know, very goopy stuff. Um, and I guess she has enough like don't donations to get on the debate stage, but she's not going to last very long. So the thing I would try is to go to Elizabeth Warren's campaign page and see how I can contribute without contributing money because I don't have any money, but maybe Wait. write some postcards. So the thing that you're inspired by this interview with Marion Williamson is that you want to give money to Elizabeth yes. Warren. <laughs> that's not what you want. That's not Yeah, because it was like, this really puts in sharp relief how, I mean, ever like I already was a big fan of Elizabeth Warren, but seeing this interview with Marianne Williamson, I'm like, Oh fuck. Like we got, we got some good ones here and some not so good ones. I mean, I wouldn't worry about, no, I don't think she's, I don't think it's, an, it's like, it, it is one of those things that she's obviously just trying to do this and maybe she has good intentions, but like from the outside, it seems like she's trying to do this to raise her profile so she can ultimately, you know, sell more books. I mean, I think a lot of people do that. A lot, Yeah. A lot of them are doing that. It's, and I yeah. don't know. I don't know how bad, I I guess I just don't really. I mean, because we don't even know if she's gonna like actually even go to any primary. I, like, I, I I'm sure she'll do- drop out before Iowa. Yeah. Uh, she'll. I'm sure she'll she'll be on in the first debate. Like, cause they're splitting the first debate into two because there's so many people, and mm-hmm. then probably after that, she, I imagine she would run out of money. And drop it out. might be good because I mean, you know, in the Trump whatever primary, the stage was super crowded, and that's kind of why he ended up winning because. He was, it was just like there were so many people yeah. running. So maybe someone more interesting than Biden will win because the stage is so crowded. Oh, yeah. I don't think Biden's going to win. Oh, really? Uh, I think he, yeah, it's his, his support seems to be like very wide and very shallow. And, um, like I feel like as people learn about the other candidates, mo- a lot of them are going to, Go against him. Maybe not. Maybe I'm being naive and he's going to, you know, stick at his at his 30% or whatever and, and win. And, you know, that will suck, but we'll vote for him anyway. Um, yeah. But I don't yeah. know. I mean, I heard on a podcast last week a good point, which was that, like, his base has nowhere to go. Like, his supporters, like, are not going to grow. Like, no, no one's going to learn about Biden. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But, like, like, everyone else is can grow, but I really have no idea. Yeah, and, like, there's a lot of people, if you're, you know, a little not – you know, not quite as liberal as like a Bernie or a Warren. Um, and you like Biden. I feel like there are other, like you could go to Harris, you could go to Buttigieg. Like there's other people to go to for that more sort of centrist person. Um, people that are like, I think, you know, more compelling candidates than Biden. But Mm -hmm. again, we, I guess are spending like five minutes on politics every week now. And that's just going to be, and it's just going to be how we are now because we're crazy. And so are you because we've all been insane since 2016. So that's what's happening. That's yeah. We can't, we can't stop it. Yeah. Uh, what was your buy? Oh, my buy was, I had a couple of things from the sale. So like I said, I did like a reverse, like price low to high and I just went through and I picked a couple of things that were, I thought a pretty sweet deal. I'm, I don't know that I'm going to actually buy these right now, but these are some cool things. There's an Anne Black Porcelain Sugar Bowl. It's a really pretty, like, just a little sugar bowl white with blue stripes. Ooh. And it comes with a little serving spoon. And I think it would make a really nice gift, like, if Mother's Day hadn't already happened, that's the kind of thing I might give my mom. Or, like, you know, I just think it'd be, like, a nice, like, hostess gift or something like that. And it was $23. 
That's and it cute. was marked down from like 33 or something. There are a lot of cute, lacy, like panties, which is a word that I don't like, but I don't know how to describe them. Thongs, like all kinds of like whatever underwear that are like 20 bucks a pop, which is like not too bad. And there's also this very pretty Cynthia Rowley towel that is like, it looks like beautiful, like watercolor flowers on it. It's a really mm. nice towel. Some And I like nice towels. And that is $33. So those are some less expensive things I found on the Goop website on the sale right now. And I'm sure that that list will continue to grow. And I'll probably talk about it next week too. And if you buy a couple of them, free shipping. Is it still free shipping over, over 50 bucks or I don't more? know if they're offering that right now. But It's been so long since I buy anything on Goop. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, How about you? That's cool. I'll check the sale out. Uh, mine, my thing I would buy is sort of a question for everyone. Okay. Uh, I ran out of like my sort of moist, my morning time moisturizer slash sunscreen. I was just using like um, a Neutrogena with uh, like a 15 SPF. And I really want to upgrade a little bit and have like a at least a 30 SPF and then maybe something a little bit nicer than Neutrogena. But yeah. not, like, so they had some on Goop that were like $75, which I cannot do right now. Uh, Viva Sana, um, uh, Kypris with a K, I don't know. And Ursa Major, which I've used um, some of their products before, which is good, but they're all pretty expensive. So if anyone knows like something in the, I don't know, 20 to $30 range with like a, at least a 30 SPF, that's like a good lotion in the morning face lotion. Let me know. I seriously think that you should look at like French pharmacy stuff. It's really nice. Oh, but can like, you, is it easy to buy here? Yeah. You can get it all at like yeah, CVS the, and stuff. Um, Lule Pousset or whatever they're called. Like La Roche Pousset. Yeah. And, um, which I'm probably saying wrong. And, um, yeah, the, the other one is like, Oh, fuck. I can't remember what it's called. There's another one that I like more that I don't think is as easy to find here. But the La Roche Pizze thing is like everywhere. Uh, like I have to go to like a Sephora or I can no, go to like get a CVS? It. They won't have it at Sephora. They have it at CVS. Oh, really? Yeah. God, I think not my my CVS is sort of not the. You could go to the Rexall right here or whatever the hell it is. The um the Thrifties. Oh, okay. Rite Aid. Right in. Yeah. I will check it out. Um, Cool. Because I, I have a La Roche Pizze. Uh, face cream that I got when I was in Paris but doesn't have an SPF so if I found one that had an SPF that would be a good and I think I, most yeah, of it has really. an SPF okay, I can yeah. look for it thank you You're uh, but if anyone else has any recommendations let me know mm-hmm. uh, I guess yeah. that does it is right? that everything I think that's it I guess um, alright so thank you guys as always for listening uh, we love you we love you go to Apple Music iTunes rate us five stars write a review um, join our Patreon for yeah. as little as one dollar a month. You can newsletter. get that monthly newsletter. Uh, it's very fun to write, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. And then for a little bit more, for five dollars a month, you get those bonus pods. We're gonna yeah. have two bonus pods before the end of the month. Um, one on a product that we bought at the Goop Star Goop Store last month that we haven't talked about, and then one some sort of field trip or maybe we'll watch a Gwyneth Paltrow movie and review I would love it. I to watch a fucking Gwyneth Paltrow uh, movie. It'll be a surprise but yeah. we'll do it next week. It's going to be awesome. Um, Alright guys we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.